Well, Catholicism has a beautiful, diverse, and wonderfully rich tradition of art and religious imagery. Any given parish church is bound to have at least a few statues, a crucifix, and the Stations of the Cross. When it comes to icons, they may be a bit more scarce, but far from just being a thing of the past, icons are commissioned and written in many places yet today. Joining us now to tell their own icon story are Joshua Lafon, founder of Holy Spirit Academy in Monticello, and Eric Mensiver, art instructor at Holy Spirit Academy and sole proprietor of Mensiver Art Studios. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Okay. Thank you, Patrick. Good to hear you. Yeah, good to hear you too. Joshua, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about Holy Spirit Academy and how it came to be. Okay, well, Holy Spirit Academy was a was kind of an outgrowth of of several people and many people actually, but there were four founders: uh, Teresa Davy, uh, Teresa Dene, um, Lisa Stockman, Marcy Haberman, and myself were the were kind of the the, the four horses pulling the <laughs> the stage, Very coach, good. if you will. Um, but the driver obviously was the Holy Spirit, and that's why the name. <laughs> yeah. But that was in 2013. There had been other uh, uh, concerns about trying to get a, a, a Catholic school of this caliber in the Northwest Metro. Of course, there are many good schools in the area, but the travel distance and the cost and the expense of all the time on the road and sitting in traffic, so there was a desire to have a good Catholic high school up in the in the Northwest Metro. And from that, it grew. And... Um, a lot of hard work and good effort from a lot of good people, and out of that came Holy Spirit Academy. Wonderful. And, uh, Eric, it's true that you've been there. Have you been there since the start as their art instructor? Yes, yes. I uh, I think I'm the, the last of the original the original instructors uh, at Holy Spirit Academy. I was there since the beginning and still there. Wow, wonderful. And uh, and you're teaching all forms of art, is that true? That's right. Um so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the only art teacher there. So we, we, I teach the drawing classes, watercolor, oil painting, and uh, well, everything, everything else. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. As you are a professional uh, oil painter, That's yeah, correct. wonderful, yeah. All right, so tell us the story, Joshua. Let's start with, with you again. Let's tell us the story behind the commissioning of the Saint Joseph icon used in the Catholic Father's Day celebration in June, and how did you both come to be involved, Joshua? Let's start with you. Okay. Well, the first, you know, Saint, the, the dedication to St. Joseph, devotion to St. Joseph is, is a long, I mean, my entire life. I was partly homeschooled, and my grandmother had an academy. Her, her homeschooling academy was named after St. Joseph, so she called it St. Joseph Academy. And she, in, in 1980-81, she fought her way to the Supreme Court in Minnesota here, defending the right for a parent to homeschool a child. And that that is that law of the land still stands. So mm. her, that was Kathleen Butkey, wow. God rest her soul, and she was my godmother as, as well. So her devotion to St. Joseph was very strong, and that persisted through my whole life. And I went to college at Magdalen College, New Hampshire, and built a shrine there in honor of St. Joseph. Um, mm. And then out of that, it, this, this particular inspiration came strongly when I'd gone to visit the college of Magdalen College with my daughter, just seeing which college to go to, she ended up settling on going to St. Thomas Aquinas, which is a fantastic school as well. Yeah. Yep. But while there, spoke with a Byzantine priest who's bi-ritual, he's Byzantine and Latin rites. Mm. And in the course of conversation, he said, you have a strong devotion to St. Joseph. You, you know, with this year coming up of St. Joseph, you should do something. 
<laughs> so, yeah. Well, I've got a bunch of kids that run a business and, and <laughs> teach, and like, like really, I, I need to add something more to my plate. But it, it just kind of tucked it away, and it, it kept tugging, and um, you know, mind the nudges of the Holy Spirit, because on the Feast of Christ the King, when I first heard that the year w- would be dedicated to in the honor of Saint Joseph, it really just—it was almost like a. Uh, almost like a an, not anxiety in a good way, an excitement mm. of this thought of an icon of Saint Joseph, mm. and it, almost right away the kind of the view of what that would entail, the picture of him as a as a good strong man, promoting marriage, promoting life, and promoting the dignity of labor. All three of those things are so desperately needed in our culture, right? And those three things were just strong, strong in, in the reflection. And then as I prayed about it more and more, um, you know, realizing this wasn't a distraction, uh, it came to the very clear point of, uh, at some point I even had a very clear picture of what that icon would look like. Wow. And so I approached Eric, <laughs> and he, he kind of, you know, he was one of the, you know, he was actually, I think, the first hire, the second hire for Holy Spirit Academy. and um, and 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 he declined. I'll let I'll let Eric take it from there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Eric. What happened? You declined. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I love the idea of the icon of Saint Joseph, and I loved it when he when he approached me with it. But, um, and for all the reasons he he just he just spoke of. But I'm not an iconographer, and I did, and I felt like I might not be able to do it justice. Um, I'm not familiar with some of the painting techniques. Like I don't use egg tempera. You know, I'm an oil painter. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would never call myself an iconographer, and um, and I, I didn't want to do it wrong. I didn't want to do something that was that would in any way you know lessen the beauty of of the uh, of the icon. So as long as all parties involved were okay with some slight variations, like for example, you know, oil painting instead of of egg tempera, mm-hmm. then eventually I came around and was uh, and was willing to do it. The other thing was, it's kind of a practical thing. I, I didn't have any other projects going at the time, so I think it was somewhat providential. Yeah. Um, so I, I called Joshua back and said, look, okay, look, I'll do it you know, under, the, under these conditions. And, um, and it worked out beautifully. I mean, everything just kind of fell into place. Um, I had no real, real problems with it. Joshua had already built this beautiful uh, panel, and he had already thought, through so much of it um he you know he showed me he showed me designs he had here dude look at this i'm like okay great (laughs) so (laughs) so it was already i was already off at a run you know by the time the project started yeah, well, I love the I love the obvious camaraderie and teamwork that uh, that you two obviously had shared for a number of years prior to this icon idea, but uh, right. but uh, seeing how it comes together, and I'm just looking at it now. And by the way, any of our listeners, if you want to go and take a look at it, uh, you can just go to thecatholicspirit.com and you can find it there. It's uh, right now uh, viewable there. Just search uh, search use the search terms Catholic Father's Day, and you can see the procession of it of it coming along. And uh, Eric, let me ask you, were you at all aware that this was going to be used as the for- forefront, basically, of this procession that was happening on Catholic Father's Day? Well, <laughs> after talking to Joshua, I knew he had big plans. I didn't know exactly what they were, but um, but Joshua was always, always thinking large and long term. Yeah. So it, it does, I didn't know exactly what it was, but it uh, doesn't surprise me at all. 
Okay. All right. Very good. And it is large. Um, I, well, Joshua, I'll ask you since you developed this uh, this this panel for it uh, about how large is it? It, it is large. It's uh, it's it's thirty three inches wide by okay. forty nine inches tall. Yeah. And of course, you know, you listen to those numbers right away and you, you instantly know they're symbolic. The 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 life of Christ horizontally here on earth was thirty three, right? Nice. And then um vertically, the how many times must you know, he came for our sins and, and to die for our sins and in his mercy it's seven uh, times seven, right? This 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 eter- this number of of forgiveness. Wow. Right, is the, is the is the vertical, and initially I was going to go thirty. I just get, I picked like okay, thirty two by forty seven is roughly, um, is kind of aesthetically when you look at some, there are kind of ratios, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't working out right, and it just didn't look right, and so then um, I was kind of doing some numbers, and all of a sudden I said, oh, you know, let's make this a little bit bigger, a little bit taller, and all of a sudden I said, there, that's it. Yeah. That's the size. And when I yeah. stood back and looked at it, perfect. Well, then I measured it. What is it? It's 33 by 49. Wow. Okay. All right. Again, more providence happening there. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Eric, why don't you describe a little bit about the image itself for the listeners who obviously, if they might not be looking at it, might be listening in their cars or something, they can't look at it right now. Uh, what's involved in the image itself? All right. So it's uh, St. Joseph, and he's holding um, Jesus on his shoulders, and Jesus has one hand up in blessing, and then the other hand kind of bury, burying his hand in St. Joseph's hair. And uh, St. Joseph is supporting one of Jesus' feet with his hand, and the other hand he's uh, holding um, uh, a hammer, you know, symbolic, of mm-hmm. course, of his, of his labor. And, um, well, actually, I'll, maybe I'll have, uh, I'll have Joshua talk a little bit more about this, the, the symbolism in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of fun because it's all of these things that kind of came initially in the first shot is almost like a, a you know a Polaroid snapshot. It, it was pretty clear, you know. Here's here's Joseph, right? He's a carpenter, and he was a well-formed, well-educated young man with royal blood, descended from David, as right. was Mary, fourteen generations. But so there's a lot going on there. He had made a promise of perpetual virginities, as had Mary. He was he was a strong young man, well educated, dedicated to the temple. All of the stuff that's going on here, very masculine uh, and very strong. But here, but still, the humility of this that he's literally supporting the Son of God, right? Mm-hmm. That he's on his shoulder and his right hand is is holding the he's this like literally the step stool of of the of God. And that that shows up in the furrows, the the, the little bit of worry in his in his brow, mm-hmm. right? and then yeah, but at the same that. time, there's these these laughter wrinkles at his eyes at the corners. Mm-hmm. As a good dad, like you know, he loves his son. He's going to work. Mm-hmm. He wants to go play, but he he also has some work, and he's supporting the son of God. Right. Wonderful. And of course, the traditional lily is there, is present as well, um, indicative right. of Saint Joseph. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. The okay. lily is his promise of of virginity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you look under his, kind of hidden into his, uh, in his right hand, almost tucked under his his cloak or his his sleeve, is this corded rope, right? Yeah, and you might wonder what is that? You know, well, yeah. in in uh, in the Byzantine or in the in Ukrainian, it's called it's a rushnik. It's the hmm. it's the wedding rope or the wedding wedding bands oh, that beautiful. they would tie their hands together, yeah. and the Jewish 
lineage is this way too. When the one are when two are to be married, they bind their hands together symbolically, and that rope is is this symbol of of the band b a n d. Uh, in in the Latin right, it's a b a n n s the bands of marriage. Mm-hmm, right. So the you know that's that's their symbol of their marriage bond. And it's, right. it's this one piece of rope that's woven and embroidered, and it's just gorgeous. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it shows into several knots, but it's all one long piece of rope. That's great. The, yeah. the ring that's on his finger, though, that's more of a Western civilization. Western uh, culture, we use this ring for marriage. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in Saikon, it specifically shows his, his, uh, his kingship. So ah, right. some might get right. confused about that, but in, in in the biblical times or in this expression here, it's it's to show that he is a king, even though his hands are uh, doing the work of a of a of a, a layman, laborer. of yeah, a laborer. Right. Yeah, right. Wow, wonderful. All right, so um, we're getting short on time here, but Eric, I did want to ask you, uh, where does this fall in terms of the numbers of works of religious art that maybe you have been commissioned? Is this is this uh, pretty meaningful to you? Has this been was this a meaningful process for you? Of course, um, it it is very much a meaningful uh, process for for a number of reasons. One, um, I I've been leaning on Saint Joseph a lot more, particularly since I became a father. So anything to do with St. Joseph has been just a joy. Plus, uh, working with Joshua Lafond and and uh, and 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 his involvement in it has been great. Um, this is actually the first icon I've ever did, so that was that was what a, such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't tell you how many religious works I've done. I'm uh, say probably about fifty. Okay. Um, they're, I, I guess they're they're all around the the, the archdiocese, but. Uh, I, I never really kept track. Okay. But there was a significance to this one as well, especially, as you said, in becoming a father. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Joshua LaFond, Eric Menshuber, it's been a blessing having this brief conversation about this uh, about this icon uh, on, the, on the program today. I'm sure there's mo- many more stories to be told, but thank you for introducing us, perhaps reintroducing some of us to the, the meaning and depth of of uh, what we can find in icons and how they lead us to a deeper relationship with the Lord. God bless you both. Thank you. God bless you, Patrick. So much. Such a gift. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Well, good stuff. Again, if you want to see the icon, go to the Catholic Spirit, thecatholicspirit.com. Don't forget the the at the beginning of thecatholicspirit.com. And just enter in the search terms Catholic Father's Day, and it'll pop right up there in article form for you to view. All right, we're going to head into our first break. When we come back, one person may be able to help providing shelter for someone who struggles to find housing for a night or two. But when the whole parish gets together on the idea, well, find out what happens right after this. 